0: It's extra drama for Sweet Valley Diaries, book number 31, taking side. So does that make me miss America? You don't yeah. have to do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm your host, Marissa Flaxbart. I'm joined again with Tim Rudman, who was going to do another pass at the subtitle of Taking Sides. Um, I mean, you want to? Oh, absolutely. I cut you off, rudely.
1: Can Elizabeth outsmart Jessica in the hottest feud ever?
0: So we talked at the top of the main episode about the fact that these girls, we can't tell which one is Jessica on the cover. yeah. Which I I kind of almost want to give artist uh, James Matthews credit for... Actually planting a little bit of subtext in the cover because That's
1: so interesting. There
0: is something that we didn't talk about in the main episode was this sub plot that is or it's not even a plot really it's just a thread thematically that sets mm-hmm. up the next book in the series. Right. And it involves Jessica and Elizabeth and the fact that they're identical and not everybody can tell them apart.
1: Right. And you were saying that actually the cover sort of hints at that, which I think is kind of fascinating. If that yeah. was his intention.
0: I don't know. It's hard to believe, but <laughs> right. but it's possible. This first comes up so casually in as like a mark against Eddie Winters. Right. Because Jenny is like, Hee, teehee. Like, Eddie, you know what Eddie told me? It was so funny. He said that he thought you were Elizabeth yeah. the other day. And you were Jessica. Isn't that funny? Isn't that so funny? <laughs> and Jessica is like, maybe if Eddie can't tell that I'm Jessica, then maybe he's not a good, the right guy for me. (laughs) Like, but she she doesn't stick with that line of thought, but it does pop up.
1: Yeah, it does come up. I mean, you know, I I guess I could understand that though, if you're like an identical twin, about secret bonus information for every, all you gladiators out there. I actually dated a twin in high school.
0: Oh my gosh. We have to talk about this. Okay. I'm tossing my plans aside. Tell no, me no, everything. No, 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 don't toss your plans aside.
1: I just can't believe I didn't bring it up till now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Me neither. This is like <laughs> breaking news. You're like, I uh, listen to Gladiators. I spit on my coffee. Uh, <laughs> uh, I,
1: I, no, no, I, I did. I dated uh, uh, a twin. If she's out there in the world, Jennifer Plants and her sister, Chris. Uh, but <laughs> I dated uh, Jennifer and she had a twin sister, Chris. They weren't identical though. Like it was very easy to distinguish them, okay, apart, like okay. they really were. I mean, they were twins. Do they
0: look a lot alike? Or? Oh, very much. Okay, so.
1: okay. But it wasn't like, oh, you need to know them for years to be able right, to tell them right. apart. Like there was just there, there were differences, but they were they were subtle. But there was enough that like I never would have. You never could have played the trick on me, like, send your sister out on a date with me. That's
0: what I was going to ask.
1: No, 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 no. You never could have gotten away with
0: it. It will likely not surprise you to learn that that happens in these books with some
1: regularity. Right, right, Um, right. But if they they weren't as, like, defined as Jessica and Elizabeth, but a little bit. And I definitely dated the Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Great. There you go.
0: So... Yeah, no, I think that in these books, generally speaking, people don't have trouble telling them apart. Like they oh, have to really work at pretending to be the other one if they're doing one of the switcheroos.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Like they
0: have to remember to like change their personalities. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in this book, it is brought up like Jeffrey mistakes Elizabeth for Jessica a couple of times mm-hmm. bef- and then but like when they're first meeting. But he's brand new in town. Sure. And but he says something to Elizabeth right away where he's like, oh, God, I can't believe I made that mistake again. You guys are really very different, aren't you? And Elizabeth is like, oh, yeah, I guess we are. Like, I think that's actually something that piques her interest, which is kind of the inverse of the Eddie thing. Right. Jessica's getting turned off of Eddie because he can't tell them apart. And Elizabeth likes that Jeffrey has observed how different they are, mm. even though he did mistake her for them. But he Im- immediately was like, oh, God, that's a really dumb mistake for yeah. the new guy to make because yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. you're very different people.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe it's just, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll have to find out in book 32. But uh, perhaps this is, you know, Jessica's evolution of, of you know, wanting to strike a path out on her own. <laughs> Am I I reaching here?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, Jessica does evolve. It's just that she always just regresses back to the previous Jessica. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: During the hiatus, we read a book called Malibu Summer, which was a super edition. These are these books that happen out of the normal sequence of the books. And that was where this question of, is the ghostwriter a Jessica or an Elizabeth came from? Because... My guest posited that the ghostwriter was a Jessica because Jessica looked really came out looking really good in that book. Oh. She was like a hero. Okay. And um, Elizabeth was doing more scheming than she normally does, so it wasn't a full on role reversal. But right. although there were plenty of literal, uh, uh, actually both of the books that we both of the super edition books we read during the hiatus involved the twins pretending to be each other. Oh, interesting. Uh, which we'll see if those are, are conti- if that's a continuing theme. Did you have anything else about the this book that we didn't get to talk about in the main episode? Hmm. No.
1: I was curious uh, about you know what sort of time frame they were set in, but 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 it's the eighties, right? Is
0: yeah. There, so the, this book was written in nineteen eighty six. Okay. And yeah, that's when it's set. And
1: what was the like? What would you say is the like prime readership age, or what what what, what were they shooting for?
0: Well, that's a great question. I think that, well, I guess I should just say, we often observe on the books that in the, if you'll open your book to uh, the Uh. library information page, you can see Mm -hmm. that it says uh, age 12 and up Hmm. in the inside cover of the book, which I have often been like. 12? Like, I don't want 12-year-olds reading this book. <laughs> right. But I think the idea was that you read them, you know, before you were as old as these girls. It's like the thing they used to say, I don't know if you ever heard, about, like, Seventeen magazine, that, like, once you got to be 17, you were too old for this magazine.
1: Oh, right. Um.
0: Right. It's, like, aspirational. Right. But
1: right.
0: it's weird to think of. Um. That's, that's why I was worried when I expressed in the main episode my concern about the girls. I, I think about these young girls who are now, like... Older than I am, who yeah. were who were because I was only just alive in, in when this book was written. Mm-hmm. I was a toddler, and the uh, girls who were twelve reading this. I just think about them and how they were shaped by you know, yeah, even the bad characters. Because I don't think a lot. Of, I don't know that uh, my impression from like interacting uh, largely through the podcast, but also through the blog Sweet Valley Diaries, uh dot net. Which exists mostly as a place that houses this podcast now, but that was my that was my first entree into talking about Sweet Valley publicly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that a lot of girls that read these books were totally they they loved Jessica, they identified with Jessica, or else they like aspired to be Jessica. Mm-hmm. Even and then I'm sure there are a lot of lot of girls like myself, little girls reading books who were Elizabeths and. uh just knew that more often than not, Jessica's storyline is a cautionary tale. Right. Uh, but I don't think that that's necessarily how it hit a lot of the readers. Mm. I mean, gladiators write in. Tell me if you remember reading these books. I know a lot of gladiators d- did not read the books when they were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't read these, these books when I was growing up. I read nope. uh, Sweet Valley Twins books, which were for even younger girls. Same characters, but the characters are younger, so they're they're not quite as, like, acidic, (laughs) (laughs) is what I would say.
1: They're
0: Uh, they're a little bit more palatable in terms of uh, the nature of the drama that happens.
1: Right. They're not wearing skimpy outfits at pool parties.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I don't know, I think maybe the nature, the soap opera nature of the books and the existence of the Jessica character in the first place lend these books to more of a like jessica type readership than little elizabeth's
1: probably yeah that's a good yeah i think that's a i think that's probably right
0: it is not hard for me to imagine also like middle school especially middle school age girls judging each other in the way (laughs) that these high school girls uh seem to judge each other
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: did you have any like juvenile series books that you read when you were growing
1: up that's what I was gonna say like I was trying to figure out like what like what was I reading when I was like 12 and 13 because I did read a lot like I was I was always I always have been very much an avid reader um I think at that age we were sort of reading things like the Black Stallion sure series um like the Hardy Boys awesome um those are the two that really stand out to me that I can remember like yeah. the uh reading and then you get a little older it got more into sort of like you know then you're sort of reading the you know like Tolkien and things like that. Sure sure. But I think at 12 I don't think you were reading Tolkien. At, I don't think I was reading Tolkien at 12. I don't think you're Yeah, I don't think so. But, yeah, no, then I think it was, you know, and it's, like, similar, I mean, very different, right? Because those, I think the Black Stallion series is really more aimed for boys, because it's a little boy and a horse and, like, things like that. I mean, maybe not.
0: I I mean, I really don't know. I don't know. I Mm. didn't really read those books. I was reading, like, I read Babysitter's Club books. But then there's stuff like, like, things that are very gendered, like Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. And I did read some Nancy Drew books growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And then there's, like, Boxcar Children, which is sort of like...
1: Oh, I'm not familiar with okay. that. okay. Yeah. Maybe
0: that was later. My favorite books when I was a kid that are only barely a series are these Lewis Sacker books called Sideways Stories from Wayside School. But I don't think those came out until the 90s. Sorry. They're not really... Soon. No, it's okay. You don't have to be sorry. They're actually... I don't know how common these stories are. Oh, God, I loved these books. I still love them, actually. Oh. I would. They are so weird. Um, but that's also... I only thought of it because it's not, it's not a gendered... Thing at all, right. but a lot of cereals are. A lot sure. of them are. Yeah, and yeah. I think oh, there are more that are are probably that are aimed for girls. Maybe.
1: Maybe I, I mean i yeah, that
0: well might be true. I guess then there's stuff like Goosebumps or like Fear Street, like scary ones. That those aren't those are for boys and girls. Yeah, I guess.
1: yeah. I mean, boys. You know, it's like getting a getting a twelve year old boy to sit down and read a book. Boy, that's that's all right. right
0: well and this whole conversation is also kind of like historical looking because i would feel like in the present era when we talk about i feel like there's definitely less of an emphasis or we're trying to have less of an emphasis on the dichotomy at all of like what right. yeah, what obviously. kids are, are doing and mm-hmm. learning because it's sort of like early programming and um so right i'm saying that mostly just to make sure the listeners know that yeah. <laughs> I'm aware I can tell you in the
1: 70s, they didn't care about that stuff. So. <laughs>
0: well, that's actually... I mean, that's part of what's so interesting about going back and reading what were you presenting to kids when, yeah. when yeah. they were younger. Because sometimes it's like, oh, man, I can see how this shaped a generation. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, that stuff is learned somehow. And if you're, you know, like, maybe you're a lonely kid or maybe you don't have a lot of friends and all you're doing is reading books, that's where you're picking yeah. it up from.
0: And you know... All stuff like this, like, content made for kids is made by adults from, like, the previous generation. Yeah. So unless you really actively are trying to undo the sort of anything that feels a little bit toxic to you from the pre- yeah. from when you were growing up, yeah. you're just going to keep passing okay. along and yeah. <laughs> perpetuate it.
1: The same harebrained ideas just <laughs> one generation <laughs> yeah. to another.
0: Just, you know, a bunch of, of little Jessica's and Lila's yeah. and Roger Barrett's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well... Thank you very much for investigating this topic with me, Tim, and Uh, for for joining me.
1: Oh my god, it's been my pleasure.
0: Tim, all that remains is for us to tease the next book, book number 32. Go ahead and really tease the listeners with this one. It's a big tease.
1: Jessica takes desperate action in Sweet Valley High number 32. The new Jessica.
0: (laughs) Very expertly done. Desperate action.
1: Desperate action. I love it.
0: Well, uh, I'm gonna do my classic extra drama episode sign off. It goes like this. Bye. thread that we did not discuss in the main episode that is actually setting up the next book in the series right that's what we didn't do in the last episode we'll do it now boy I'm just making a lot of work for myself so this is what happens when the new season starts I get I get I I always think like I'm going to think through the steps of what happens in the episode and I'll write it down and sometimes I do write it down but this today I was like no I've got it I've been doing this for two years like I got yeah I got it
1: there you go